Welcome back to the Reptiles with Podcast. How you doing, bro? I'm, I'm exhausted. Hell yeah. Well, we're, we're here with the man, the myth, the local legend. Oh, so what I did was I fired Chuck and Tino, and then I combined them to make the ultimate Puerto Rican reptile keeper. We got fucking Eddie. Yeah. Dude. It's podcast time. You're so disgusting. <laughs> so how was the show, dude? You just came back from a reptile. It was great. It was actually, it was exhausting. I woke up at five, but um, it was freaking busy today yeah better than better than saturday okay okay so i mean you you do these shows i feel like almost every fucking weekend dude. Just, yeah is that like would you say that that's like the main source of, of income yeah that's pretty much i would say like 95 percent of my income is from reptile shows okay do, are you doing anything online i am not doing anything online. i honestly don't have a need 100 percent of my my stuff is local yeah. So whether I do wholesale with you guys, wholesale with other people, or yeah. people local to me. Honestly, I, all I got to do, if I really need to do... Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I know why you're laughing. Anyway, all I got to do if I really need to, to sell something, if I'm in a pickle, is uh, just to post a picture of it, and uh, my, Somebody... my, my inbox gets flooded. So. Yo, this guy's a fucking legend, dude. So there you go. <laughs> he why... came here to flex wait, on wait, us. Wait, wait, why are you leaving? <laughs> Did you hear this already? Am I... He's like, yeah, if I'm in a little bit of a pickle, I just put a if nice a picture pickle. online. <laughs> Damn, dude. So, okay. So, a lot of the income's coming in from the shows. Um, do you see anything, like, new at the shows that's kind of, like, getting traffic? Is it always, like, the same shit? You know, is, are there any trends going on with these shows? Not that I'm honestly saying. Okay. Um, honestly, it's been slower. Recently. Start, like, for me, at least. For me, at least, it's been a little slower. Okay. So it's not as good as it's been the last couple of years. So, but I'm still making by. I'm still doing good. So okay. I can't complain. But honestly, this time of year is pretty slow for me as far as business because I'm in that time period where everything from last year is running low, and everything that's coming is still in eggs. Yeah. So in a couple months I'll be freaking flooded with animals. So how how is that like balancing act? Because the majority of the stuff that you're selling, you're breeding. Yeah. Or you have, I, I guess, like projects with other. People I do have like you know sources of of uh, I guess wholesale resale. If I if I really need to, okay. so that that helps fill in the gaps. Okay, so what's the what's the balance like? Are you just every time you you uh, every time something's ready for sale, you just take it, yeah. or are you holding stuff back to be like, no, I need this, so that way when the times are slow. Yeah, well, yeah, you're, that's actually pretty good. Um, so a lot of like the Australian water dragons, I'll hold those back for like kind of like a just in case emergency. I'll just hold those back. They're easy to keep. They're easy to care for. So um, I don't mind holding on to them. And then if I have to. Like, oh, the reptile shows. There's no reptile shows for, like, a month or two. Yeah. All right, I'll sell a few water dragons. Okay. I'm straight. There you go, dude. That's exciting. So there's all this drama going on recently with online sales, right? So the majority of my stuff, my sales come from online. Uh, something that I've been thinking about is doing more shows. Yep. Uh, it seems that, you know, every time I do a show, it's a couple thousand dollars here, a couple thousand dollars there, you know? Uh, problem is, is that I'm doing shows once a month, you know, and then, you know, we, we went, we did the Atlanta one. We have one coming up in North Carolina that I think by the time this is out, we, it already passed, you know, and what I'm finding within myself is like, damn dude, like the shows do good financially. Mm -hmm. And if I would want to do this full time, it seems like I need to make that the point, like doing the right. shows every weekend, you know, uh, but then there's also this online stuff. So, like, I had, you know, <clears throat> I guess 
I was going to ask you, like, if you got the majority of your sales online or at the shows, but you're telling me, I mean, you do everything pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I, I have no online presence as far as retail goes. Okay. I do have an account with Morph Market, but I've, I just have it just in case. I haven't used it ever. Okay. There's nothing better than the smell of coffee in the morning, okay? There's also nothing better than the smell of reptiles in the morning. Psych. Reptiles with coffee. That's the smell you want. The strongest coffee, all right? We have it for you. Head on over to the description or go to coldbloodedcaffeine.com and use the code REPTILESWITH to get your Reptiles with Coffee today. All right, so you're getting the majority of your sales at these shows. Yes. Okay, you're doing this shit full time. So I do work like some odd jobs if I have to when there's like huge gaps in between shows, but 90, what did I say, 95, 99% of my income is all from these shows. Yeah. Whether it's the shows or it's, you know, wholesale, like I said, wholesale or whatever I got to yeah. do. It's all 100% local. How do you how do you dictate what you're going to wholesale and retail then? So, if I have first off if I have a ton of it. Okay. So, um so like again the Australian Water Dragons, I am getting hit up left and right for them. So that's honestly probably going to be a straight retail animal. I'll probably wholesale a little bit certain people in pet stores in Orlando, <laughs> Imperial. <laughs> um, but other than that, that's, that's pretty much it. But Because um, that's a high-dollar animal for me to sell. Yeah. But other animals like Lacerda's, I already have like over 100 eggs in the incubator, and I'm going to get more. So that's going to be a wholesale animal. And if I need to hold some back just to raise up for myself or whatever, again, that's a backup animal. So I can yeah. always wholesale afterwards. Okay. And then if, you know... Then there's specific things that I breed in smaller quantities, specifically for retail. That I know that's gonna go, you know, go quick. Okay, like so. what? Like leeches? Uh, bearded dragons, leechianus geckos, um, some smaller species, gargoyles, all that. Redfoots. I breed a ton of redfoot tortoises. Um, you could usually those go pretty well. Lately, the prices on those kind of crash, but yeah. But again, uh, most of these animals are animals that really don't cost me that much to take care of. So if I have to keep them, I'll keep them costs me nothing yeah so. okay yeah because i've always <clears throat> so i have this thing where for modern reptile i try to only sell as far as like the ball pythons that i produce i right. try to only sell high-end animals because that's what i want okay. like the company to be known for right, right. just you know the higher end you know a little bit more expensive but and you know i'll go and i'll sell like single gene double gene whatever the fuck the miscellaneous heads and right. stuff like that but then i like Sometimes I think about it at the end of the day. I'm like, damn, how much like money am I missing out on not like taking these to shows and selling them? You know, because I do run out of animals to sell. Yeah. You know, and I myself that I, when I'm trying to figure out how to run my own numbers, I'm like, how the fuck am I ever supposed to do this shit full time? You know, when there's like there's no roadmap to be like, no, do it this way. No, there's no roadmap. Do it that way. And I'm over here trying to figure things out. And I'm like, I feel like I'm losing out on this side now. Yeah. You know, so I guess. What advice would you give somebody who is trying to do it full time, dude? Don't. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I want. <laughs> no, there, there's room for everybody, and if you do it right, yeah. sometimes it's just luck. Yeah. I can't tell you an answer because sometimes even I'm like slipping. You know? Yeah. Um, lately, I've actually been doing pretty good, but I don't know. 
there's really no again there's no formula for it because there's so many different variables and like yeah. are you ball python only are you this species are you i don't know are you, are you a eurmastix only guy i'll do you one better i mean you've been doing this long enough you've worked with a bunch of different kinds of animals would you say that the route that you've taken now is the best approach as far as like the variability having specific projects that breed in like um excess yeah you know and then having your like more specific projects that's like okay these are the ones that i am going to be better known for retail and stuff like that oh that's a good question <clears throat> so i do better with probably the the retail side of it with like the like beater dragons the common stuff i do really well with yeah. that and I'll kind of focus on that for a little bit. And then again, the high dollar stuff is stuff that you just, if it hatched, I don't count on it, but if it hatches and it's all, it's all luck. Yeah. There's no formula. God damn it. I came here expecting. I'm so, okay. But okay. For for example, (laughs) though, again, I'm sorry to keep bringing them up. The Australian water dragons. Fucking boring. They're not boring. No, no, I'm saying, no, 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 no. I'm saying me always bringing them up. All right. They're, they're a cool animal. The people in South Florida, and there's about several of them, have not been producing any this year. They have either they're getting slugged out or they're just not getting eggs or, or the eggs are just all messed up. And the thing is, that animal is very um, – it, it needs to be cycled a certain way. Yeah. It needs to drop down in, in temperature. So we're in Central Florida. Yeah. It did get into the 30s a couple times, right? Yeah. Um, South Florida didn't really get that much. Yeah. So, and those dragons are out, or those um, those animals are outside, just like mine, and they weren't cycled the same. Uh, I I believe th- that played into that. What if, but what if that happened to me? I would have been fucked financially. That's you know, right now I have about like 30, 40 eggs in the incubator of that species. I thought you could say thirty or forty pairs. I was like, oh no, Jesus no, no, Christ, no, no, bro. I'm not trying to crash my market. All right, all right. like other people. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sorry. But, uh, damn, what was I even saying? Okay, so, again, <laughs> if I didn't have those 30 eggs and they, you know, those 30, again, it's still insured because those eggs haven't hatched yet, but, but they will. Um, if something were to happen to that, like, that's a lot of money that I just missed out on. Yeah. Remember, we're, either way, no matter who you are or what species you're working with, we're working with live animals. They're not always going to go. Everything we do, regardless of how we think it's going to go, is all luck. It's all chance. It's all coincidence. But yeah. people who work at a normal job, they're good. No matter what happens, they can depend on an actual solid check. We can't always do that. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm over here like, hey, Eddie, how can I do it full time? There's no. And he's like, well, you might lose everything. Yeah, you might lose everything. <laughs> your facility might burn down. Jesus. Uh, your animals <laughs> might get a virus. There's so much. We're dealing yeah, with live yeah. animals. Everything no, could happen. Yeah. It's all risk. Yeah. So, so would you say don't do it? Don't go full time. You know what? This is the thing. I think that the difficult thing is breeding reptiles full time. I don't think the difficult thing is buying, selling reptiles. I think that that is a little bit more of a formula because it's like you're buying this. You know what it costs. Now you have to sell it for this. And if you're able to do that, you just rinse and repeat. With breeding reptiles, it's not the same thing because you are – you know. Just waiting for these animals. Yeah, you're waiting drop. for the animals, and again, if they don't hatch in time for your financial reasons, you're yeah. screwed. Or did you, know. you get to making the decision to go full time? Was it that you got to a specific number that you were doing that you're like, no, this makes sense now. Like, I don't need the job. So I did have a job f- 
for a while, and it was uh-huh. basically like a security blanket. Uh-huh. I kept it for a while. It was an easy job. Um, so, again, security blanket. But I was doing so well at these shows that I was doing better. At that time, I was doing so well that I was just looking at my check, and it was a good check. I was, eh, fuck that. I don't need that. Why am I stressing out over this? Yeah. And then I actually decided to go 100% full-time a few months before COVID. And then when COVID happened, everything shut down. I said, oh, fuck. I fucked my entire family over. Who's going to buy lizards during COVID? Everybody. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> World's burning down, and they're like, we need fucking animals. Yeah. I sold out of everything. It was a good year. Yeah. So, But it was, a, it was a huge risk. Who would have predicted that? Yeah. I thought I was fucked. Yeah. So, I bought my house because of COVID. Yeah, no. Yeah. My, my wife killed it during COVID. With, like, she's a tattoo artist, and she fucking killed it. Yeah. We, we did really well. Yeah. I haven't seen those numbers since then. But it was a good start, especially for doing it as what it was. It was a deceiving start because a lot of those people who started or was inspired by COVID or some of them are actually kind of fucked right now. Yeah, no, for sure. I I really remember selling some adults. I remember selling some like specific project animals that people were like, I'm just going to buy a whole bunch of this shit now that it's available. Now that we have free money every fucking two months or whatever. And then they couldn't rinse and repeat. They couldn't. Yeah, do the, the difference thing. between us and them is we were already establishing yeah. what we wanted. Yeah. And then the luck came our way. Yeah. Those people started because of what they were seeing. Yeah. You know, those every reptile show was packed. Inboxes were flooded. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. Every animal was marked up, regardless of what it was yeah. for everybody. Yeah. I look forward to the day. I look forward to the day, and it's not that I don't like my job. I do like my job, but it's like. I kind of give myself like a lot of pressure to be able to like the the dream is always going to be have my own thing. You know, like when I when I like lay my my head to rest at the end of the day, like I need to make sure that I did that. You know, dramatic. Yeah. (laughs) I'm about to say something more dramatic. I need to make my dad proud. Oh, okay. (laughs) You have daddy issues? No, I love my dad. Oh, okay. I love my dad, but he did a lot to get here. Okay. You know, so it's more like I want to make sure that. He gets to be proud of me at the okay. end of the day, you know. So I'm always like, "What's the number that I have to be at for me to do this at the end of the day? How do I get to that number?" I'm always juggling that. Low, low key, I hope he's like, "Nah, it's not enough." <laughs> no, no, nah. If I, my, I, the thing is about I my brought dad. you to this country and you're breeding lizards. <laughs> the, how do I tell your family in, in Nicaragua? Yeah, I ain't gonna say that word. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, he's super proud of me. Like, okay. it's it's not that, that he puts it's not that he puts pressure on okay. me. You put pressure on yourself. I put pressure okay. on myself. Hey, Yoshi. No matter what I do, Yoshi. he's proud. Yoshi, I'm proud of you. Oh my god! You go. If you want to support us, head on over to modernreptileshop.com or in the description where you can find our merch. And the best part is, is that a percent of the proceeds from the merch gets donated to conservation. One more time, that's modernreptileshop.com or head on over to the description. You got a bunch of anoles. You got a bunch of day geckos. How are, how, are, how are those day geckos? <clears throat> what was that? <laughs> Do you not know about these day geckos? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not a part of... The, I am just a guy... I am not a part of this, okay? I just want you, everyone to know that. I was not a part of that. I was just... You know. I know, I know. But I will say, I was breeding... Uh, I, I've been breeding Felsuma for, for years. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's nothing new for me. Um, I actually sold... I used to breed a shit ton of um, standing eye, and I sold it all. So I'm getting back into all my felsumas again. Yeah. Is there anything specifically that you're looking for? Nothing too crazy. Things that I like. You know? okay. I'm not looking for like crazy, you know, crazy stuff that doesn't have like 
common names and I'm just looking for the, you know things that people want to buy yeah. and things that I want to like keep so yeah. your grandest your your standing eye sorry um, <laughs> so but, to 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 preface that a little bit okay so once upon a time oh, I go. was I'm not going to go into details once I'm, upon a time like this happened like two months ago three months <laughs> once ago once upon a time I was supposed to have standing eye um and then when I came to pick up my standing eye Eddie had standing eye to be <laughs> fair, I had standing eye beforehand already, though. Okay, oh, you were no, you're good, dude. You were established. Yeah, I was already establishing my colony. Yeah, okay. I mean, how? So, as far as colony, how many are you keeping together? So, with uh, standing eye, I've always had luck of a one point two, okay, up to a one point three, without fail. Um, you see zero aggression between the females. It's it's usually never the males with any. It's always the. Really? It's always for me. It's always you always got to worry about the females. So like. Grandis, I always see aggression with females to each other. I don't really see aggression. I don't see the male doing anything except for breeding. But um, standing eye are actually pretty. They'll actually kind of protect their eggs, almost kind of toke-ish. Um, I mean, that's all based on my experience. Someone yeah. can you know tell me I'm wrong, but I've been breeding standing eye long enough that yeah, they kind of. I that's one species that sometimes I just leave the egg in there, and they kind of raise it up a little bit. So really, are you are you um Keeping them in screen cages? Yeah. Yeah. Hev- what do you heavily for- planted screen okay. cages. Well, not heavily planted. Like, well, do you have, like, somewhere for them to nest? What, what? So I use that corn plant that everyone uses. I don't know what it is. I was going to ask oh. you to tell me what it is. I don't know the actual name of it, like the corn mass plant, something like that. Uh-huh. It's a generic Home Depot. It's basically like an indestructible plant. Okay. You really have to try to kill it for okay. it to die. But the way the leaves are, sometimes the, the felsuma lay egg, they lay their eggs in between the leaves and the oh, eggs shit. and the, the stalks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, so you just pick them up and take them. Interesting. So I the first felsuma that I was breeding were the peacocks. Um, and I had uh, like a bo- – not a Boston fern, like a house fern. Yeah. You know, I had that in there. And what I was noticing is that when the – when the some of the leaves would die, they would just kind of like jumble up in the, in yeah. the, the potter. And that's where they would lay the eggs. They would lay the eggs wherever the dead leaves were. Yeah. So yeah, finding smart. them was super fucking easy. Yeah, I've never had a felsuma like hide eggs on me. It's always yeah. dead. Set. Like I open the cage, they're right there. Yeah. They stick out. Interesting. Um, and that's all. So far, that's several of the species I've bred, yeah. just like that. Yeah. Now I'm up the ass with fucking peacocks. I have like twelve. 12. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that. Turn it into something else. It went over my head completely. I thought you did it. I thought you did it on purpose. No, 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 no. I was up the ass with peacock. We're all inclusive here. Yeah, there you go. Um, So, other than the day geckos, um, how are the anoles going? What what kind of anoles are you working with? So, I'm working with the Alice and I, which Uh is like I call it the poor man's podior. It's the blue headed. It basically looks a. It looks like a green anole, but on steroids with a like a royal blue head and then the green body. Yeah. And that's actually that's pretty popular. That actually funded my entire Daytona trip, my hotel room. Really? Yeah. And I wasn't even vending. I just I was that guy with a book bag walking into Daytona, and that funded my entire trip. The fuck, dude? Yeah. How people, much do these fucking old sell for? Seventy five bucks. What the hell? But people, let me tell you, I was like a drug dealer at Daytona. I showed up. <laughs> people wanted these animals, and I was just in front of people's tables, just all right, twenty seventy five bucks. Boom, 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 boom. And at the end of it, it. Paid for my entire vacation. That's crazy. a family of four. I mean, the wow. the water dragons helped as well, and some of the other stuff. But 
I was surprised. I, I thought it was going to be the other way around. I thought it was going to be the other species, but it was when I tallied everything up, it was pretty much Alice and I. Wow. A little dude. anole. It blew my mind. That is crazy. My wife thought I was like lying. She thought I was. She thought it was like other things. I don't know. Is she into the reptiles? Not at all. Any of your kids? Nope. Nope. They're they're I. The thing is, I think they're just because they were brought into it. It's day yeah. one. I've been doing this since I was a kid. So to them, it's like, oh, that's the boring thing he does. Like, but then they're frenzy and they're like, well, that's so cool. And they're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I breed thousands of frogs a year. And one of my daughters is deathly afraid of frogs. I am your daughter. You're my, you are my daughter. I'm you get daughter. All, you get all emotional. So you're my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> That's great. So, I mean, yeah, you on the but, frog subject. But also, I will, I will say, like, I kind of, like, when they were young, I tried to push them into it, and they, that, that, uh, I think that's what made it worse. So I have a toddler, too, and she's, she's actually pretty into it, and it's because I don't, you know, I don't put her into it. So yeah. she's always like, what's he doing? What's he doing? I want to do that. I want to find eggs. I want to feed the tortoises. I want to do that. So she's always around me. Gotcha. So, different approach. A completely different approach. Okay. Cool. So on the frogs. Yep. Um, how are they doing? <laughs> they're unstoppable. Yeah? They're, they are. I mean, right now it's fucking rainy as shit, so you're probably getting... Yeah, it's a massive orgy in my backyard. What does it sound like? It sounds like... It sounds like... A, a, a picture like a war with a bunch of ducks. It sounds like ducks. Really? Yeah. It's like that many? It's so loud that my neighbors one time asked me, they're like, I have a redneck neighbor, and he's like, Eddie? What is that damn sound in your yard? And I was like, I, I don't know, man. We had a, like a forest in my backyard, yeah. and the city like bulldozed it. And I told him, I said, Hey, ever since they bulldozed the the forest, I think all these frogs came in my property, and they 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 breeding. <laughs> he has no idea. I has no on clue. Over there. He thinks I'm just a, a tortoise guy. He has no clue what I have. That's crazy. Yeah, I doubt he's gonna watch this. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? God damn it, Eddie! What the fuck? He's, what the hell? Yeah. No, he's nice. I actually like him. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're loud as hell and, and yeah. so many. How and many do you have? So I have several hundred babies. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say adults. No, like, no, no, Jesus no, no, Christ, no, no, no. No, as far as babies, we'll get to the adults. As, okay. as far as babies, I have several hundred. I have about a thousand or so tadpoles, and then I probably currently this is just me guessing. I haven't checked yet, but I probably have a couple thousand eggs right now because of the couple days of rain yeah and that all came from probably less than 30 adult frogs and i doubt all of them are breeding so it's probably a handful of them breeding why do you doubt that all of them are breeding because i would probably have millions really (laughs) probably the numbers that i'm seeing it just makes sense that it's a smaller amount got you and sometimes the way i see the eggs gathered i could tell it came from one female and then since they produce be, being that they produce so many, am do I you seeing see, any side effects? No, no, no. Do you see like h- how strong are the babies? Do do a lot of them die off? No, that's like, that's the scary thing about that species. They're almost bulletproof. Jesus Christ! Yeah, dude. I don't really see. That's like my worst nightmare. I don't really see any failure with that species. I can have small clutches of like a lizard or whatever, and sometimes I'll see like failure to live. I mean, I'll. You've seen it on online. I've produced a couple with one eyes. Sometimes those are the fattest, healthiest ones I have. Like they don't care. You could chop their legs off; they'll still like kick ass. Jesus they're like they they are like the superior frog. White they're, tree frogs. The white tree frogs. Yes, they're they're just so resilient. 
Yeah. There's almost a hundred percent hatch rate as long right, as you're who feeding wins them. in a fight? White tree frogs or Cuban tree frogs? Oh, that's good. Because they're just as resilient. They're they're right. yeah. Whites. They you are think so? stocky. Yeah. yeah. You know what though? Cuban tree frogs. They're fast. They're like. Sl- yeah, slim. they're they're more they're, agile. Where yeah. dumpies are very clumsy. Man, that'd be a good one. Ugh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm getting goosebumps yo, right now, dude. I've been telling Yoshi that as far as a challenge goes, yo, it would be good content, too. Oh You'd get God. all the TikToks and whatever you kids do. <laughs> get inside my frog cage. It's eight feet long. It's four feet perfect. Four feet high. You just sit down, and I have a f- giant feeding platform that I put all the insects, and then they all just come out of the woodwork and then just start eating and going crazy. I'd sooner jump off a roof. If you can stay there for five minutes, I'd give you like $100. I'm not gonna do that for a hundred dollars, dude. Damn, what, I will. What a bitch. You will? Yes. Yeah, but you're. Are you as afraid as he? Yes. Is him? Yes. Okay. Well, no, he. No, I'm cool with toads, but white tree frogs and Cuban tree frogs are happen to be two of the three that will put me in a coffin. All right, a hundred percent. Okay. He said he will do it for a hundred bucks. Yeah. We're gonna do it for a video. And you're gonna you donate it. it. We're gonna you donate s- to USARC. You said it. There you go. <laughs> you did say it. No, he wants $100 for himself. You're going to donate it to fucking his fucking, what is it, the Puerto Rican boa. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I like that species. Uh, Are you broke or something? <laughs> Could be. Now, is there anything that, like, you want to start working with? Man, I'm kind of overwhelmed as it is. But, um, I mean, I work with a lot of different species that we're not, like, that we're not even mentioning. Um, like, what else? I mean, just in general. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. what I, I don't even know what I breed. I mean, t- last time I was here, Tina was telling me what I was breeding, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do a lot of the Rankins. Um, what else do I do? All right, I'm going to name them. Okay. I'm going to name See? the ones that I know. What are you guys doing? No, 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 you I'm gonna, I'm me? Gonna, no, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to name them and tell me where I'm fucking up. Okay. All right. You, uh, you have the Rankins. You have the Bearded Dragons. Yep. You have, <laughs> apparently, some l- different Lacertas and the Jewel okay. Lacertas. You have your Leeches. Uh-huh. Uh, you have the standing eye, you have Grandis, you have Hawaiian blues. Okay, Hawaiian blues. Uh, you have your redfoots. Yep. Did I already name? Did I ever say redfoots? No. No. Nope. White tree frogs. Yep. Uh, brown anoles. Let me tell you, rarest <laughs> things you'll ever see. <laughs> Alice and I. Yep. I think that's it. That's all I know. What else? Oh, Australian water dragons. Australian you water said it like thirty times. Um. Yeah, I did. What else? I have more things. Oh, um, I do the translucent or the pied chameleons. Oh, really? Yeah, the cone heads. I, I I'm st- well. I had I've had bad luck recently, but the cone heads are one thing as well. Oh man, I don't know. I have a bunch of different micro geckos and things for my own enjoyment. Where it's small enough, where the the group that I have is small enough, where uh-huh. if they hatch, I keep them for myself. Or there's yeah. always somebody wanting them. Huh. So you, know. you guys also got some other like anoles. I don't know if you guys want to say what they are. Alex, what do we got? Conception. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not going to say what they are. Okay. Yeah. But a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is, there, is there anything that like, sticks out to you that you're like, maybe I should start doing this? Anything that you're like... No, there's so there's several species I actually regret missing out on. Really? Or, or selling. Okay, yeah. I remember I was offered a group of the giant Canary Island. Um, it's it's basically a Lacerda. Uh-huh. Um, it's a it's a it's a huge animal. It actually quacks like a duck. Really? Yeah. It, it's it's very interesting. Um, I I'm blanking on the the scientific name, but it's the the Canary Islands have their own group of lacertids, and they're fucking wild. And one of them is is 
the largest in the world. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I, re- I think I remember seeing like a, a video or something like it's that. It's like a like a tannish darker brown <laughs> yeah, yeah. one. And it, it squawks like when it's happy and stuff. It's weird. It's what crazy. And I was offered them this was like twenty this is two thousand five. Um were you even born, Eric? Um <laughs> Yeah, okay. he was. But, you know, uh, he wasn't alive for 9 11. I know, that's crazy. Dude. I was in high school. I was in elementary. They shut the high school down. I was in Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was offered that. I was offered that piece, a group of them, for like a stupid price. And now they're like, nobody has them in America now. That's crazy, dude. I actually have like a whole list of species I've either had or was offered, and now they're just non existent anymore, yeah. which sucks because. Part of me kind of declining them was like, oh, someone would establish that. I don't need to do that, you know. Got you. And now they're gone. Damn, dude. So, Masobi geckos. I used to do the Masobis. Uh-huh. Boring gecko, but they're they're gone. They don't. I don't think they exist in America anymore. That's all the crazy. Europeans are doing them. If you're listening to this, you're a reptile lover, all right. And what do we all need? We need supplies. So we got you covered. Head on over to imperialreptiles.com and use the code REPTILESWITH to get a specific discount special to us and our listeners for your reptile supplies today. One more time, that's imperialreptiles.com. Use the code REPTILESWITH. <clears throat> All right, so in this first video, we have some guy that's some guy. putting his wood in front some of a, guy who hates like a crocodilian or something like that. He loves like, racks, I hear. This guy clearly keeps this... Uh, Dwarf came in in Iraq. Yep. Like, I don't understand what he's doing. I'm yeah. going to hit play real quick. At least it- okay. I hear the words. Oh. Oh. Hold. <laughs> Hold. Good. Dude, what a loser, dude. Who the fuck I is know. that guy? My dog does that, so? <laughs> so, ooh, I got a fucking dwarf <laughs> came in with me. Damn, look at his cocky smile, too. I what know, the fuck? dude. <laughs> no, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, this we love you, Chuck. All right, this. Okay. I was offered those a long time ago. Really? Yeah, I said, fuck that, and, and I was stupid. All right, so what is this? That is a collared lizard. It has a fancier name than that, but that's basically it. How does it get that blue? Alex, how does it get that blue? It's the species. It's the species. What species is it? Dickerson's collared. Okay. Dickerson's collared? Like Dick? Are they around? Oh, okay. But the ones that we get here, they don't get like that, right? Oh, Okay. Gotcha. Well, that shit is fucking cool. That's like selective breeding right there to help out. That is a lot of stuck eye caps. Now, geckos like this crested gecko over here and the leopard gecko in that video that you're watching to the side have something called the brill over their eyes. They're also known as eye caps. And if the environment is not correct, for example, it's too dry, too wet, or if the animal is sick, then they can't effectively shed. And this shed can stuck up and cause a buildup, as we can see here with the eye cap. But the veterinarian is obviously being very, very gentle in removing the eye cap. The relief is going to be amazing. And the best way to prevent this from happening is making sure that your husbandry is correct and up to date. <laughs> Dude, that... I don't know who that is, but I like your accent. That video, like, I've had... I have a hard That's time disgusting. watching that. No, yeah. I mean, that doesn't go... It's I mean, fucking it's, disgusting. It sucks for the animal, but... Yeah. yeah. 
I have to ask you, Eddie, why are you doing this to your crescent gecko? Let's help this male gecko to put away his prolapsed hemipene before oh. it dries up and falls off. And no, I am not joking. Yes, that can really happen. Is that happen. the same person? The most yeah. important thing, okay. if you noticed a hemipene that has prolapsed, is to keep the area nice Yo. and moist. So Eddie, I've what are you doing? this gecko into a sterile tub, and I've just sprayed him down with some cool water. Oh, okay. This will hopefully help the inflamed area to shrink, and then he can go and do his business by biting and gently nipping and licking at the hemipene to put it away. Yo. Okay. Would you ever try to lick your heavy bean? Uh, maybe I have. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I took off my ribs and did it. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we you got You guys one. know about that or no? Yeah, no, it's okay. it's fake, though. Yeah, That's it's, not real. It's fake. It's fake. You're old yeah. enough to get that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's an old Manson thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Armin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know Armin. I'm, I'm cool with Armin. Ooh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm saying. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I thought you were showing me, like, controversial stuff. This no, is like, no, dude. You're showing just... me, like... <laughs> no, okay. I thought you were gonna show me like bad things. This is no. like okay. Why did you? Why did you think bad things? You no, think I that's thought the this podcast? was like. No, I thought this was like. What do you think about this video? What's your what's your what's your thoughts on? No, this? dude, like, we okay. just look at it, we laugh, yeah, we okay. talk about you licking hemipenes, right. and then now we get to see something cool at the end. I accidentally hatched out an albino anole. Now I had no part in it, but of course I'm gonna do my absolute best to keep him healthy and alive. He is sensitive to light, so I'm gonna choose an enclosure that has lower amounts of UV. He still needs UV for healthy growth, but the light does affect his vision. I'm gonna add in moss as a substrate. This holds humidity and doesn't mold very easily. And then we're gonna add in some sticks for him to climb on some different areas. And lastly, I'll add in some fake plants just so if he wants to get away from the light or hide more, he can use that. Time to add him in. And he seems to be doing okay in it so far. You can see he is sensitive to the light, but he does have red eyes. He is a true albino. Some of you didn't think so. We will see how he does. Hopefully he thrives. Um, spoiler, it died. Um, <laughs> next video. <laughs> that was the last video. Did it really die? Yeah, it did. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying to cut it. I was like, no. No, don't no, cut it. Keep it in there. <laughs> no, no. So he's not the first to do that. Several people actually have hatched... Um, the albino green anoles and none of them have survived. What do you think? Just because they're so they like so diurnal. I, I'm not up to date on that type of knowledge because there's <clears throat> there's other species of anoles and and uh, a lot of diurnal species are albinos that do thrive. Mm-hmm. I, I, who knows what could have happened? Interesting. Yeah. I'm not. Just, I can't say. But I did have a, a little bit of a question on the setups. Actually, if if you can help your boy out, first off, what is this? Okay, so that's um, like glass cylinder uh-huh. cups. They're, they actually work pretty well. So okay. it's got um, the screen mesh at the top. Okay. It's actually very easy to, to maintain. So he's got the UVB hanging. So it's basically getting, um, over everything. getting over everything without going too crazy. Okay, but. But remember, he's a breeder. So he's not, you know, sorry people, but he doesn't have these giant cages. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm asking because I like it. My question is. I mean, is he, as far as you know, like he, anoles go in there? Yeah. Okay. Anoles, dwarf geckos, anything small. Would you yeah. be able to keep felsuma or something like that? Yeah. And without heat? I mean, what's your, like, room temps and all that? That's the thing that, I, that I'm trying to figure out. So I had a lot of issues with the felsuma when I first started uh, getting babies. Um, and I tried keeping them different ways. The only way so far that I've been able to keep them, like, 
going is with both heat and UV. Uh, but I've seen a couple people keep their Felsuma without heat, no. just UV. So that's made me wonder, like, do they need the I mean, the, depending the on the setup and how big it is, sometimes the UV is efficient enough to warm up uh, an area. Yeah. I know he heats up that, that room is heated. So he does, he's not doing anything special as far as, like, heating gotcha. the individual. So the room itself is heated, and the UV is putting little to any – I mean, you also see the height that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, how hot – or how what temperature would the room have to be for you to do something like that? That's I, – I don't know for sure what he's doing there. That's probably in the low 80s, I would say, probably. Okay. Because he's also – from what I understand, he's working with several species, like, you know – multiple species in one room okay. who knows from what you know island or what country so it's got it's got to be kind of a general understood you know spending. yeah i've been i've been just trying to figure out like a a much more streamlined way of keeping the baby day uh the baby uh, for me i kept him in um i kept him in small like the really small rough debris with like the plexiglass yeah, in the front i've kept them in that for like about a month just to make sure they're doing good they're hydrated they're eating they're eating and then from there they go outside in a Big boy okay. cage. All right. Yeah, I actually have in those same uh, nanos. I, I put a pothos in there. Yeah. And I'm, I have like three in each cage. Okay. Uh, that's kind of what I've been doing, but I just kind of want to keep them <coughs> indoors because I can better like watch them. The thing is that my house is fucking cold. The only like warm room is the snake room. There's no fucking space in the snake room. But I saw this and I was like, that's obtainable. Yeah, that, that, I mean, you could probably get those at a wholesale price too. Those yeah. those containers. Yeah, cool, cool, and I, yeah, because I also saw like in, in in some of these, I'm scrolling through right now, and like these cages, the same thing. Like it's mainly UV lights. Yeah, you know, and since he has so many anoles, I'm like, oh, they don't need like like a basking temperature or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but okay, no, that's no. He has. I mean, I'm, it has. Yeah, to, that yeah. that's what I was wondering. But I'm like, oh, they don't need that that regulation kind of thing, like. And I'm not trying. I'm not saying anything bad about his care or anything like that. That's not what I'm trying to get out. I'm just trying to get information for me specifically with the Felsuma, you know, because you know, I, I mean, I am offering them a basking light, and I'm wondering, do I am do I need to? If I were to keep thirty in a row like that, would I be okay? Would they get enough like basking quote unquote heat from the source of where that UV is? That those are just things that I'm pondering. Honestly, if you're trying to produce a, a decent number. You're probably gonna want to do outdoors. Yeah, I mean, in a shade, in an area where they're not just 100 percent blasted yeah, of with, with sunlight. Um, so my setup for outside is they're on a waterproof baker's rack. I actually have uh, uh, each row has five of those those nanos. Okay, and they're turned the other way, so they're ex- they're so their front is the back, so yeah. the actual screen, and then where I feed them is the back, which is would be the cage's front. Okay. But they're in my screen porch where it's it's somewhat filtered sunlight. Every cage is getting sunlight and they're getting hydrated. Everything's, you know, planted, so they are getting adequate, you know, light, yeah, shade, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Interesting. If I were to do that indoors, my electricity bill would be insane and my wife would yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. that's a uh, good information, my dude. I've been just trying to figure out especially with the with the Felsuma these days, just like what's more streamlined because now I have uh, I mean, I have the same pair of peacocks. I'm growing up a bunch of babies. I want to raise up like four females. Um, I have a pair of the lined, and then I have a male and three female grandis. Okay. And that's kind of where it's going. 
Maybe one day I'll have standing eye. Who knows? <laughs> you don't have any? I don't, no. no. Maybe when I produce them, I'll just, you know. <laughs> I'll trade you for, for the cocks. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll give some charity. <laughs> some charity. <laughs> All right, bro. Is there anything else you want to say? You want to tag yourself? Uh, Eddie Soto, Serpentary Exotics. Hell yeah. yeah. You'll see him at a local Florida show near you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you.